Hey, Sachit Warrior. Nice to have you on the Big Turtle podcast. It's been a couple of years since we last spoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sajid is an old friend. Uh, we attended uh, uh, the same school in, in Los Angeles uh, years ago. And um, um, I heard about his, his newest project, which is a, an OTT uh, series. And uh, it's, it's about, it's been launched on MX Player, which is a, uh, an initiative of the Times Group. And it's online streaming. And it's called Chakra View. And so all of you can watch it. And uh, so I want to ask Sajid, uh, firstly, what is it that uh, inspired you uh, to choose this topic? How did it come about? I heard it's based on a book. And uh, what is the premise of this? Because it, it sounds very topical and current, you know, the dark web. So can you please tell us uh, about, about your show? Yeah. First up, it's a pleasure to be with you after so long, man. The big total podcast sounds amazing. <laughs> so it's, it's really fun to finally connect after so long. Uh, uh, as of uh, as about uh, Chakraview, it's a cybercrime thriller. It delves into the world of digital crime. It's about the people who are obsessed by social media. You know the world of world of online stalking and bitcoins and you know sharing dirty videos. And so it's in that that world. It's kind of uh, catered to the youth. Um, and uh, the idea was, you know, the current scenario of GameStop, memes, you know, GameStop and meme stocks and all that. It it kind of deals with you know things that the young guys even even us for that matter are constantly you know connected to we are online all the time and the things that happen behind the scenes we really are not aware of so it's a kind of a, a, a spoon feeding a dummy for you know uh, for this world is what i would call it it's just a, a pulpy kind of a, a fiction uh, it's based uh, of uh, piyush jha's book piyush jha is a filmmaker himself so uh, it's his, uh, you know, book uh, called Anti-Social Network. So, so that's where it began from. So it, the world is that digital world, the online, um, online stalking and, you know, videos being released and things going bad. And, you know, this inspector of uh, Mumbai police who is this old school guy who has to kind of delve into this, this world, which is completely, you know, alien to him. So that's where this whole idea came up. Okay. So, okay. So he's an outsider, not familiar with this world. Exactly. Then he's pulled into it by some that's events. Right. That's right. Okay. And this is about stalking, online stalking and harassment. Of, of, harassment, exactly. Okay. Um, and like, uh, did you write the script or did Piyush uh, help in that? It, it was adapted uh, by uh, Karan Shah and, you know, Chaitanya Chopra and Kailash Surendranath. So they adapted the book and made it into a screenplay. We developed it together. We kind of visualized it. Uh, the idea was to make it raw and gritty. But the, currently the world uh, of OTT platforms are love these crime thrillers which is a little bit raw and you know uh, very dark so we wanted to bring it out from there and we create a, a kind of a niche audience where uh, we want to you know talk about 
the the real issues of you know the the online world which the youth can connect to so that's where we try to be a little different uh, but it's generally a, a, a cyber crime thriller which which is uh, which is something new for this platform yeah but i think it's something that lots of urban indians will connect with yeah because everybody's exactly. online and everybody exactly. knows about stalking and trolling and like right. harassment and whatever right Right. Uh, so it's not just urban; it's rural. The amount of uh, mobile viewership in rural India is bizarre. I mean, the kind of TikTok videos these uh, the uh, you see in villagers and the, the, the kind of content that they create and the reach they have is is what connects this because this is about uh, the digital life and you can see the. Both I mean, urban India and rural India, you'll see the digital connect, and they are not aware what's happening behind the scenes. And so, this is kind of spoon feeding what can go wrong once you get into this world. I see. I see. So, this is an online incident that then turns into a real world sort of uh, okay. Right. And there are there are killings involved. There are killings. Yes. There are gruesome murders. There are you know kidnapping. There are Bitcoin frauds, and so it's the cryptocurrency that that world has hasn't oh. been explored. So oh. it is, you know, guys kind of using cryptocurrency oh. as a as a way of you know getting ransom, and you know, right. so that's the right. that's the world that we wanted to kind of connect. Got it. Got it. Um, it's a, it's a scary world because um, yeah, this financial scamming is one thing, but um, a lot of people are lured into various schemes and uh, cults and ideologies, right. and people get indoctrinated online very easily. You know, people who've had no exposure to anything, uh, they get into an online ecosystem. And then they get radicalized into some sort of ideology, you know. Right. And for me, I can see it because I come from a pre-social uh, media era where, you know, I grew up without a Facebook and Twitter. But most of these people today, they do not even know that there is a world without uh, social media, that, you know, without that, those technologies. So it's very I scary. I mean, it's, it's scary because every political... Uh, uh, platform has a cyber cell, has a, you know, has a cell which is kind of propagating their, you know, a certain kind of a brand of uh, uh, ideology, which is so easy to kind of shift people. And there's a very clear divide now. Like yeah. in our our times, all politicians, no matter who, we kind of dis uh, were disgusted by them. We would talk about them, yeah. but now there is a clear divide. You can't say anything about one group. You can't say anything about the other group. So it's it's yeah. kind of strange. Because of this, the way trolls, the way fake news and things are being used, you know, so that is very scary, very scary. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely changed the world. And um, the truth is, um, the truth is negotiable. Yeah, it truth, can be manufactured. Yeah, it can be, can and, be it, and the truth belongs to whoever has the most followers. It's exactly. an more power, more yeah, power, more power, you can yeah. Yeah, change the truth. That's true. And it's an influencer culture. It is. You know? And an influencer Sad. can be anybody, man. An influencer right. can be somebody 
on Instagram who their only achievement is, you know, uh, don't, you know, kind of expo <laughs> showing various parts of their body and they get like hundreds of thousands of followers and then exactly. they can say anything and they're <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's mind-boggling, man. Uh, the kind of content out there of people just propagating hate, you know, and they don't need anything right now. You can reach just by a click of your phone. You can reach millions of people. There's a guy who sits on the inside a car and just propagates pure hatred. You know, the, and they have millions of followers and the kind of languages, the kind of, I mean, it's, it's completely changed. There, there used to be the celebrity culture at one point of time where they would be like the, their life would be mysterious. We wouldn't know what's, what's happening. And that kind of created this aura around them. But now it's about people who will come and spew all kinds of hatred. And you are amazed by the way they, you know, propagate that. I mean, the kind of languages that's used. So it's bizarre. It's really bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, we live in crazy times. Um, <clears throat> so let's talk about the OTT uh, revolution in India, because it really seems to have liberated a lot of creativity, unleashed creativity. And a lot of people are now getting an opportunity, both, on the technical side and the talent artists, you know, who were, who had gone underground are now uh, sort of appearing again and they're getting work. And um, so how did this whole thing come about? And more importantly, um, there obviously there is a base, there is a consumer base because people are subscribing. And in some cases they don't even have to subscribe. Right. Uh, so, um, like, uh, do you think that the under 35 now are more interested in these mediums because they've grown up on the internet rather than your traditional multiplex audience, multiplex viewing? Um, yeah. And is, yeah. That, is that slowly losing its, um, you know, its dominance in the entertainment space, in the filmmaking space? So what's uh... yeah totally I think I think I think uh, OTT was slowly kind of creating a a, a, a media a, a kind of an audience which was not there before I mean it was there but it has become a massier audience a larger group of people are kind of converted to this world and also during COVID this has become a habit forming thing where you know people at home you know doing nothing they would just jump onto an OTT platform and watch all kinds of things. So that has created a habit of sorts, which I feel is great for, you know, I think medium and independent uh, producers and creators uh, where previously we used to have, uh, we, we never got that kind of budget to create those kind of things that we want to make. But now there's a budget for us to even uh, kind of reach a larger audience. I would, because I had done a feature film before, and it wasn't released and there were a whole lot of issues. But as soon, you know, when I made this uh, transition to an OTT platform, the kind of viewership that you are getting is unheard of, you know. So that is where the uh, filmmakers are getting uh, better opportunities. The, the kind of content that has been created um, is amazing. It's very different than what we used to see before. And that helps uh, the viewership and that helps people to kind of change the, the way, you know, content is created. 
So the scars are no longer, the big scars are no longer going to hold sway. And uh, uh, not true. The stars are coming into the OTT world OTT as well. World. So, yeah, so yeah. that they are seeing uh, that the larger, you know, chunk of people watching uh, the content online. So they know that if you trans, I mean, it's also transitioning to that world. It's also a little different. The kind of uh, storytelling is different. There are a lot of different characters. The character, uh, each character has subplots and stories which kind of is not singularly you know action the uh, actor driven so uh, so but the multiplex audience is going to be there the theater viewing is going to be there but it would be a larger spectacle which you would go and watch uh, in theaters but those uh, medium you know kind of movies uh, would just transition to this world i would think yeah but would you say that these big uh platforms like Netflix and Amazon are getting a run for their money by the local, by Indian local OTT. Yeah, because they are more in yeah. tune with the tastes, yeah, with yeah. local tastes. So, I mean, are they giving them a run for their money? Because yes. what I see on Netflix, the Indian content on Netflix is not very impressive. In fact, I don't watch it. Yeah, because Definitely. it's, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, totally. Because I think uh, the the budgets are you know uh, that Netflix have are completely different when you compare it to a, a, a smaller local OTT platform. Uh, so they they are still you know moving towards the traditional storytelling. So that kind of and and you are not getting the stars. So it's a kind of a strange world that they are operating in. Whereas here uh, in, a, in an MX or a, a local OTT platform, they, they, they are not worried about the, uh, the budgets and they're not worried about the content. They're worried more about creating a, a, a larger reach. So, so people can, they can market these kind of content to different kinds of people. So that is where the distribution system kind of changes. Um, and you know, like, like Chakra View for that matter, uh, it has like 41 million views or something, whereas the next is around 11 million. So there is a big gap that you this kind of local, uh, you know, platforms are kind of bridging, which is which is why it's it's uh, it's uh, fun to kind of operate in that world. Um, as far as I know. Netflix is only acquiring Indian shows. It's not commissioning any. This is what uh, I. They think. are getting into commissioning it as well. Okay. So, uh, so they, I think, like Sacred Games and you know, uh, they were they commissioned that with a larger budget so that they can create that brand and that worked when it came in with Anurag Kashyap creating that uh, that world. So that had worked and. They then started acquiring a lot of different content, which didn't work, I think. Uh, but I think the commissioning will still still work uh, because the budgets uh, of Netflix is very, very, uh, I mean, huge compared to the other platforms. And they can afford uh, a certain uh, actor, a certain uh, director, uh, rather, uh, I mean, with an OTT, the other local OTT platforms would not uh, uh, kind of play in that same, same 
Yeah, because Sacred Games, I don't know, man. I was told that it was funded uh, externally, and then they picked it up. Basically, they acquired it, and they had they were not they did not produce it. And this yeah. is what by insiders. This is what I right. told by insiders. And um, um, I don't know about White Tiger. Again, White Tiger was also funded externally, okay, right, right. by this Diora family, by the Diora yeah. family. And yeah. then they came in later and picked it yeah. up. So this is how even Ronnie Screwwala and all these guys, they're funding it right. themselves. And then right. Netflix or whatever, Netflix. somebody picks it up. So this right. is the thing. Amazon, I don't know. Amazon has gone fully local. They're doing fully Bollywood yeah. stuff. Exactly. And exactly. I don't know if they are acquiring or commissioning, but again, they are working with these. Uh, they are working with the banners. They are working with Bollywood banners. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so even even Chakravyu, for that matter, was uh, uh, produced by you know uh, Applause Entertainment in association with Mayavid. Uh, so Applause has been doing a lot of these. They are creating content, developing it in house, and then they go to they take a bouquet of uh, stuff and then go to these different platforms and sell it. So in a way, it's the same, same uh, uh, concept that, you know, independent producers used to kind of work with. Uh, so uh, as, as a platform, there are very few platforms which are completely developing content internally and then creating it. Uh, but most of the stuff is uh, at, at the creative level, at, at the story level, once it's ready, you pitch it to the platform, they, uh, they kind of agree to the uh, stuff and then uh, they go ahead and develop it and they, they are associated in some form. Um, which are some of the shows on Indian OTTs that stand out for you, that have done, that you feel have uh, broken, broken out? of the clutter uh, in the last, say, three years? Uh, there are a couple of them, like Patalok for me worked uh, because it was very raw and gritty. Uh, and then there was Arya, which is a little, you know, a, a Bollywoodized version of uh, a crime thriller. So, and the, and the production and the, and the visual treatment was uh, very different. So those two kind of come to my, uh, me right now. But there are a lot of these shows, like recently, I mean, I think there's this uh, show in, uh, on Amazon, which is called OK Computer, uh, which is again a very, very unique visual uh, treatment and, and the world is very different. So th there are different kind of things people are trying to do. Some, some really connect, some don't, but at least there, there, there's a variety of things which people are trying to do. So there's a button. There's a musical. There are uh, there are crime thrillers. There is a romantic comedy. So there are different different genres which people are kind of approaching. So Sajid, you had made a film um, a couple of years back, which had which ran into problems on distribution, right? Uh, right. And so what happened to that? So. Uh, so when we created Fire, which is a horror psychological thriller with Rahul Ghost, it was a, a, a something that we wanted to release theatrically, um, but there was piracy involved, things uh, got out online and people had watched it and there were some issues regarding that. And for almost a few years, it, it didn't get you know a theatrical distribution and then finally they sold it to 
Amazon Prime. So it's on Amazon Prime now. Uh, so yeah, eventually it just finds a platform and you can, after even after a few years, you can sell it to a, a platform and people can view it. So yeah, that's what happened with that. Yeah, because I was commissioned to make a film by the Santa Barbara Museum of Art on, right. um, on these uh, uh, Nepali and uh, Indian uh, traditional art, artistic traditions um, coming from right, right, Buddhism right, right. and Jainism and Hinduism and all these right. ancient art forms, you know, the mandalas oh, and the tantric, the tantric art right. and all that. And so I, 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 I traveled, you know, it was a wonderful, amazing thing, amazing experience. And then we made the film, I mean, we ran into right. some glitches, but then we made the film and then the film premiered at the New York uh, Indian Film Festival. And it went to, it played at sure. lots of venues, we had screenings. And, but then there was the pandemic, so it kind of uh, delayed things. But eventually, I mean, it got the word got out and it got well, it got really nice reviews. And then, um, uh, so now we are in the same boat, you know, we are kind of wondering whether to self-distribute. We have been, a lot of people have told us to do it ourselves. Yeah. You know, and uh, all through aggregators or what have you. And or rather than uh, selling all the rights, you know, which is which is tempting because then you don't have to do any of the legwork. So we are still and the pandemic kind of delayed. So we are kind of now in that uh, we are kind of trying to figure out how best to get it out there. You know, Um, and uh, but this thing. But yeah, I think there are a lot of these uh, documentary platforms where you know. Uh, which are kind of popping up the same the same kind of a, a world where you would pitch your documentary, create it, or once you create it, you can sell it to these platforms. So I think there is a lot of avenues right now to you know create content and either self-produce it or you know associate oneself with these platforms and create documentary as well. So it's I think you wouldn't have a problem to sell it. It wouldn't be that difficult. I think. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're scoping it out, but I don't know if I want to make another documentary again. Yeah, <laughs> because I've done like I've done five of them, you know. I know. I, I remember Max like, Kennedy. I, I I watched it, and I really loved it. I, I know your journey, man. I know that that whole trip, man. <laughs> so I'm like uh, I'm now uh, I'm I'm trying to see if I I've got lots of friends doing OTT shows. Like, right, right. I'm trying to see if uh, something can be done along those lines, but sure. I'm also writing ex- extensively. You know, I'm doing a yeah, lot right. of journalism for different magazines. Right, right. So, and I'm working on a book now, so that's kind of taken up a lot of my headspace. Right. Because when you write, you don't have to collaborate with anyone. You know what I mean? It's just right. you. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful feeling, man. You're not exactly. picking up the phone and trying to convince someone, hey, man, <laughs> listen to my fucking... <laughs> I started out animation just the, for the same reason. You know, I started out doing uh, cell animations and creating animation stories and stuff. And that is the exact reason where you don't need to convince an actor or a producer, go 
keep drawing thousands of frames <laughs> but eventually even the, the the problem is at least a book has a good uh, a literary distribution you know cycle and stuff so but the animation again runs into the same issues of trying to eventually sell it to a, a, a platform and that is where we get stuck so you know yeah right yeah. get it I totally get it um Cool, cool. So uh, let me see. I'll watch. I'll try to watch your show, and then sure. uh, I might, if I get some time, I'll try to review it also. You know, sure, sure. some newspaper. And then, uh, so Sajid, let me ask you before I, before we wrap it up, what is next on the horizon? What is? Are, do you have any projects in development, and what is uh, the one you are really wanting to do? so there are a couple of uh, series as well uh, which currently i'm developing uh, there's a feature film you know th- watching a movie at a theater is something that you totally miss at these times so that is something that i'm really wanting to do something that you can sit in theaters in a dark room and enjoy with a whole lot of people so that is what you know i would love to do uh, but other than that there are all these visual effects oriented stories which i'm developing which i would really you know the idea is to create these visual spectacle which you can then uh, you know pitch it to a, a, a theatrical distribution and that's where i feel you have a lot more budget to play with so that is something which i'm working on okay excellent and movie theaters are opened again right and uh... it's uh, it's still quite a problem to kind of get people into a theater i mean i have been to theaters i have watched tenet there's a, a couple a couple of tamil movies which i watched yeah uh, it wasn't it wasn't you know the the blockbuster movies which you would watch and with a full audience here you know the audience at least in bombay uh, we didn't find a lot of people coming so that is where people are still kind of hesitating to put their theaters in i mean put their movies in theaters so uh, once that fear of watching movies kind of subside is when uh, like movies can be made for theater otherwise people are still creating content for web or online you know OTT platforms awesome awesome last question uh, for people who are watching this and who want to uh, who watch otts uh, what is the one reason you would give them to get online and watch your show <laughs> why right now it's free right now it's free just go ahead and watch it <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 a good sell you know you don't have to pay money as soon as you start paying money you you have opinions on it and then it's difficult right <laughs> okay and this is arti and kailash sulendranath first kailash, film yeah. it's their first yeah, yeah, yeah. ott project that's this is their first ott yeah ott presentation okay yeah. so they decided to get into it seeing the traction right, definitely in the industry yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Awesome. Hey, congratulations once again. And, uh, you know, I really hope it it blows up. And, Thanks. Um, Thanks. You know, and, and and I wish you all the best with your future projects. And for everyone who's watching, uh, check out uh, Chakra View, directed by Sajid Warrior, starring Pratyek Babar on MX Player, and. Um, you can watch it anytime from the comfort of your home or your basement or your tent or your phone <laughs> or wherever you happen to be on this planet <laughs> and uh, 
don't forget to subscribe to the Big Turtle podcast on YouTube. We're also on Spotify and Apple and Anchor.fm. And uh, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, etc. Thank you and have an amazing so day. Thanks, Thank Victor. you, Sajid. Thank you. Thanks, Vikram, a lot. It's a pleasure to see you after so long. Hope yeah. we can connect soon. Have I mean, get into that hug, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take care. Take care, Sajid. Thank you. Thank Take you for coming on the podcast. Thanks for listening to the Big Turtle Podcast. You can find us on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. See you next time.